Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. And welcome back to Sports Daily. Our friend Chelsea Messenger in. Chelsea, a little under the weather. You've been fighting this for a couple of weeks, Chelsea. We're both parents. We understand. We feel it. Your kids get it. You deal with that. Then you inevitably get it. And, uh, you know, a cold might last a month when you're a parent because it has to make its way through everyone before it's done affecting you. How are you this morning? Hope you're hanging in there. Yeah, I'm all right. I feel fine. It's just when you do a three-hour show, when you need to use your voice, the voice gets a little hoarse. So I'm doing the round today. I feel all right. It's just bear with me when I'm talking because clearly this is not my normal voice. <laughs> I, I've been there uh, on TV. I, the Starbucks has a medicine ball. Uh, if you've never heard of that, it can help a little bit. Um, let's talk a couple of bets here. We were just talking about Falcons panthers tonight and we can keep these simple for you today falcons minus two and a half feels decent to me just because of what's on the line they get cordero patterson back pretty big opportunity for them do you like anything on the traditional bets in this game yeah i think i'd take a long hard look at the under just because i think both these teams kind of want to run the ball anyway that's what the falcons do even inside a dome but we're talking about weather elements here. It's supposed to be heavy rain and 20-mile-an-hour wind gusts in Carolina. So it's not just the rain because sometimes, you know, we'll still see offenses scoring points in the rain. It's the wind that sometimes can be the issue for the passing game and the kicking game as well. And then for Carolina, all sorts of questions for the quarterback position. T.J. Walker coming off. Uh, one of the worst quarterback performances we've seen in a long time. Quarterback rating of zero so maybe we even see uh, Baker Mayfield in the game at some point. But I would imagine both teams kind of rely very heavily on the rush attack. I know last time out was a scoring fest, but you've got to remember that was in a dome. Uh, we are expecting pretty bad weather for this one. Total's already ticked down from 44.5 to 42.5. So I think the under is probably the best play when it comes to you know normal side and total bets. So with the weather the way that it is uh, forecasted for the game tonight, and then plus the fact that Carolina's rush defense has been so bad, I feel like this could be an opportunity for Cordero Patterson on the player prop side. Do you like anything from him or any other players? Yeah, I think all the rush props would pretty, be pretty solid plays. My favorite one of the bunch is going to be Tyler Algier, over 31.5 rush yards. Bottom line is a really low number. He's cleared this number in six straight games. And last week the question was, is he still going to hit his player prop, even with Cordero Patterson back in the lineup? Had 99 yards. So I think we can say that he's still going to get some touches, touches, and he's also been really dynamic with those touches with yards after the catch and breaking away from some tackles in some really highlight reel worthy plays. So Tyler Algier over 31 and a half rush yards. I think Daryl Patterson probably gets his too. And also on the other side, the way that Deontay Foreman's been running the ball, us Titans fans know him pretty well because he filled in quite nicely for Derrick Henry when Derrick Henry was hurt last season. Uh, last game, he didn't have a big one against the Bengals, but also the Panthers were down big to the Bengals. So the rush game was kind of canceled out. I think this is going to be a closer game, a lower scoring matchup. So Deontay Foreman, I think his rush props in the 50s. I like that one too. 
All right, let's look ahead to Sunday then now. We've got uh, we got actually some pretty good games on the slate this week. We've had a few bye week nightmares a couple of times this year. I don't think this is that week. Um, and what are you looking at here? What are some of your favorite bets for Sunday? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me if it's a good game or a bad game. There's value to be had in some of those dumpster fires of games. And for me, I think my favorite play on the board is going to be Saquon Barkley over his rushing prop, 93 and a half yards. Very high, but he's going against the worst run defense in the entire NFL, and that is the Houston Texans. Uh, Derrick Henry put up a 200 spot. Uh, then we saw Joe Mixon go for over 150 yards after having one of the most disappointing seasons, I think, as somebody who's played his rushing total before, averaging seven yards a carry against this Texans rush defense. And plus, Saquon's not splitting carries. And it's also a Giants team that's probably going to be running the ball in probably a positive game script, as I believe they are five-point favorites. So I think that's my favorite play on the board. Chelsea, a ton of eyeballs on Sunday are going to be on the Vikings and Bills. Um, of course, the Vikings have had a really good season up to this point. So is Buffalo, uh, although they're dealing with that Josh Allen injury. Uh, the, the spread has ticked down a little bit over the last couple of days and the question about will he or won't he play. So it's, it's a high-profile marquee matchup this weekend. But with the uncertainty of Josh Allen's injury, is this a game that you would recommend staying away from or is there still a good way to play that? I already jumped on the Vikings, uh, and I knew that this line would go down. And that's kind of why I played it, because it was at five. Now it's down to three and a half. It's still above that key number of three. And you've got to remember, this is a pretty solid Vikings team. Uh, only one loss on the season. So I think even even if Josh Allen was playing, I think the Vikings could possibly keep it close. I know top to bottom, the Bills are a solid team. Case Keenum is more than a capable backup in this spot. I just think it's a bit disrespectful to this Vikings team. Uh, so I'll be with the Vikings and the points. And even if you don't like him to cover the three and a half, maybe worth putting him in a teaser or you get him nine and a half. Cause I do think they can at least keep it close with Buffalo. You know, we, we look across the slate, another one that I've liked this week. And it was just, I, I like to look at him and see if anything just like jumps off the page at me. And with Justin Fields becoming unlocked, um, the over for Detroit and Chicago because Chicago's defense isn't very good. Chicago feels like one of those teams right now that you may still be able to get a little bit of value on with the over because Justin Fields was so bad early, but man, he's been good late. Uh, what do you think about that over at 48 and a half right now on BetMGM? Yeah, the Bears have been a cash cow to the over just because not only has the offense figured something out by finally letting Justin Fields uh, run wild, as we saw last time out, rushing for 178 yards against the Dolphins. Also, their defense has lost their key pieces. Raquan Smith uh, no longer on the team. They traded him away. They tried, traded away uh, Robert Quinn. So it's clearly a team that points towards the over no matter the matchup. And they also get a great matchup this week against the Lions, who have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And this one's going to sound very obvious, but – I take a long, hard look at the rushing prop for Justin Fields. No number is set just yet because I think the books are probably scared to post one. Uh, but the Lions are giving up the fourth most rush yards to opposing quarterbacks. And those are quarterbacks not named Justin Fields who are not going to have the same opportunity and, uh, you know, the same skill set as Justin Fields. So I would say probably look at his rushing prop. It seems very obvious. 
But I also like the Bears laying the points there and uh, uh, also like the over. So we just talked about dumpster fire games, and sometimes there's a lot of things on the board that I like. Really like that game in a, in a variety of ways. So, Chelsea, we know that you're uh, a Titans fan, and uh, last weekend the Titans played the Chiefs. This weekend they have the Broncos. The Broncos' defense uh, has been sneaky good this season. It's kind of been about the best thing about the team so far this season. In your mind, what's the best way to play Derrick Henry and the Titans as a whole as they're at home against the Broncos? Yeah, the Titans have been nine day in the first half and the second half. First half, they jump out to these big leads. And in the second half, they can't score any points. I'm not sure if it's the opposing defense, defenses finally game-planning against them. Obviously, the quarterback issue could be a problem if Ryan Tannehill is not you know, 100% healthy. But still, even with Malik Willis throwing like five passes, it seemed like, or at least connecting them, only five passes, they can keep it close with just about anybody in the first half. I believe they are... Uh, maybe one-and-a-half-point favorites against the Broncos in the first half. But I'm going to continue riding that trend as the Titans are top five in the NFL in scoring when it comes to the first half. That's a really interesting play. See, that's why we that's why we love having you on. I would have never thought of the Titans that way. But, man, yeah, that's, that's achievable. Uh, you mentioned Saquon Barkley's prop. Um, any other props or trends in that world where guys continue to be values until the market catch ups, catches up a little bit? Kenneth Walker's felt that way to me to Seattle just because they need him so much. Anybody out there that you feel like is always a pretty safe play in the prop world right now? Well, we don't have a ton of props listed, but let's talk about the Seahawks for a second. How do the Seahawks continue to get points as one of the best teams, according to the numbers, and according to their record, getting three points at a neutral site against the Tampa Bay Bucks, who, yes, I know they're coming off a big win, but I feel like Seattle's been the better team all season long. This game's in Germany, which already makes it a little chaotic. I know it's a ton of travel for both of these teams, namely for Seattle, but I'll take the Seahawks getting three points against the Bucks in Germany. And plus, a little tidbit, apparently there's a huge fan base for the Seahawks in Germany. I did not know this. We had a guest come on our show today and talk about this. So maybe a little bit of home field advantage for the Seahawks, even all the way out there in Germany. So really like the Seahawks getting three. All right, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Feel better. Uh, thanks for powering through for us today and, and getting that. We'll get you back at 100%, and you'll be ready to roll uh, for the playoff stretch coming up next week. Yeah, thanks for having me. And still a little heartbroken over my Titans losing to your Chiefs. <laughs> that was uh, that game was something, that's for sure. We we still can't <laughs> figure out exactly what it was that we watched. All right, thanks, Chelsea. Feel better. That was the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, try to get you our thoughts on a on a first touchdown score insurance bet through BetMGM before we get done here on the program. We'll come back. We'll continue on Sports Daily. Uh-huh. 